are listening to the Unjust and Rum podcast brought to you by Macy's. And I'm so excited on this show. I'm L'Oreal, by the way. We have a very, very special guest. And I'm not going to tell you who she is just yet because I want to keep y'all on the edge of your seats. But I will say we are going to undress a lot of things this episode, starting with why do people hate on Lori's Harvey's dating history? She's just a young girl out there doing a thing, isn't she? We're going to dive into that. Plus, our trendy fitness classes going a little bit too far. We all trying to get in shape for the New Year's, but uh, this one might be counterproductive. And did Meow Organic sell out? Now, we've seen a lot of black, uh, we've seen a lot of black brands go mainstream and then kind of water down their formula. We're hoping that this doesn't happen with them. Plus, it always goes down in the DMs, my DMs. It gets a little wild. And this time, this happens. Fellas, y'all are not perfect. We stick with you through your pot belly, mm. your struggling sexual drive. That don't mean we don't see your shortcomings. But the fact that when we fall off a little bit, y'all want to trade us in. <laughs> we see things about y'all we don't like either, but we power through because of love and we made a commitment to your dusty ass. So, yes, it's all going down. And make sure you listen to hear how we undress all this mess on the Undressing Room podcast brought to you by Macy's. And now I am going to introduce our very, very special guest, a really good friend of mine who I've known forever, Claudia Jordan. You see her everywhere. Claudia, thank you so much for joining us in the Undressing Room podcast. Well, considering our history, L'Oreal, and our near-death experiences that you always blame on me, I am honored that you would even consider having me here with you. I know. And I thought about that, too, because I could have been dead numerous times at the hands of Claudia. And I've forgiven you. You know, we've since moved on. And uh, I actually can't wait to chop it up with you. But I also know something that you like to do, just like me, and that's shop. And at Macy's, we make sure we do that. You could join Macy's every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. for Macy's Live. And it's hosted by top fashion and beauty experts and influencers covering everything you need to express your personal style. You can tune into Lifestyle at Macy's.com slash Macy's Live for all the inspo on how to make the latest trends work for you and to find new twists on your go-to faves. It's super easy. Just go check out Live Beauty at Macy's.com slash Macy's Live for insider tips, which I love to do because makeup is like my new obsession. And you can find new beauty releases, how-tos, which is I'm learning how to do my eyes because I have big ones and I had to figure that out. And then also must-have products that just fit right into your routine needs. And you know there's always some kind of deal going on over at Macy's. So go over right now and check that out. L'Oreal, can I just say I have a Macy's shout-out? Please tell me it. When I was a young girl... Many, many moons ago, okay, <laughs> I used to watch Tina Turner and her What's Love Got to Do with the video. And my little fast behind wanted a leather skirt because of her video. I know that's and right. I, my, my aunt from Brooklyn took me to Macy's. Let's go, Brooklyn. And she Let's let me find one. My mother was mad at me, but I rocked that fake leather skirt. <laughs> and Macy's will always have a special place in my heart. My mother was mad, but my aunt, she made my day. And I got to look like Tina Turner in my mind. It's so, funny yeah. that you say that because I have a skirt that I got from Macy's when I was younger as well. That my uncle was like, who the hell <laughs> let this child get this skirt? He thought it was a little too short. And my mother said I was fine. So they got into it over there. So Macy's, you've been... um. <laughs> causing controversy. Shout out to Macy's for making our uncles and mothers mad. But we love them. We were happy. But we love them. To this day, I'm still making my uncles and mother mad with, hey. the, with the skirt. <laughs> Well-behaved women rarely make history. And that's why we are friends and we are here today. Uh, and, 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 I, and I'll tell you, we're going to help out some more misbehaved women is uh, according to what the world is saying. Lori Harvey. Now, she's my birthday twin. OK, oh, so really? we got to take it easy on her. January 13th. And we both are named Lori. <laughs> Some oh, kind of Capricorns. Y'all Capricorns are something else. Let me tell you. OK, go okay. ahead. 
All right, so we're going to dive into I know you've been seeing what's been going on. Now, Lori Harvey and Snowfall actor Dansom Idris, they have finally made their relationship Instagram official, which we already know is messy as hell. Now, we'll get to that in a second. So they took pictures hugged up at her 26th birthday. People on social media had a ton to say. Everybody, some really are into the couple. They really think she has an impressive dating roster. And others are judging her because they're like, yo, she's going through these men so quickly, so young, big name men. And now her last relationship, this is the mess, was with my guy, actor Michael B. Jordan. And she has been reported to date Future before, Lewis Hamilton, Trey Songs, a few people, right? But she appeared on Entertainment Tonight, and she has some things to say about her past dating history and the advice that Steve Harvey offered up to her. Now, your dad is Steve Harvey, mm -hmm. and I feel like he's a guru of relationships. Like, everybody wants to know, what is the one piece of advice he's given you that really has stuck. Just remember that you're the prize always. And so. what does that mean for you in relationships? It just means not compromising like my values, my happiness, my peace, not settling for less than what I know I deserve, yes. and not being afraid to walk away from a situation if it's like no longer serving me. Now, child, that interview got a little bit more deep than that when they started talking about the fact that she said she'd never dated a father and son duo. And Claudia... We done seen the pictures of her out with Justin. We seen the family outings with her with Diddy. Why do you think she offered up such a lie? Okay, full disclosure, I was at Magic City in Atlanta and I spotted with my very own eyes okay. Lori Harvey and Diddy. Ooh! Just lacing those strippers. And she looked so classy and buttoned up and Diddy, you know, they was just doing making it rain. And I tried to sneak a picture of the two because that's when she was like kind of just just getting out there. Yeah. Like, the Trey songs break up and all that. And I was like, oh, look, there they go. But uh, I didn't get a picture, but I did see them out. But I will say this. How many men do we catch red-handed with our own eyes and they say, wasn't me? Like, if you don't have photographic evidence, they will sit there and say it wasn't me. So I don't blame her for denying it. If I was her, I would do the same thing. I ain't gonna lie. That's true, but she offered up the lie. It was kind of like Adrian didn't even ask her about that. And she kind of was like, I've heard all kind of things. Like, and then named all kind of things that are supposedly really true. And then it's crazy because I know somebody that is really good friends with Justin. And I usually don't say what I know or hear when it's not on the blogs, but I mean, that was on the blogs and she definitely dealt with Justin first. So I don't know why she would offer up that lie, but the messiness goes on. The messiness is that Damson Idris and Michael B. Jordan actually was hanging out all the time at a point. Now they have a mutual friend, several. Terrence J is one of them, uh, Lenny S. They all hung out in the same group. You know, and there's numerous pictures of them out together. And now he's dating Lori Harvey. Is he like the grimy one in the situation, damn son? Or is Lori like who's grimy? Is anyone? I'm a girl's girl. So <laughs> I will find a reason for her to be right on this because fellas do it all the time, y'all. Don't yeah. nobody say nothing when all these other celebrities be sharing girls. They dab like no one says anything when the men are doing it. So like I I'm sorry. They want us to pay half on these bills and equal right. We want equality and they want mm -hmm. us to like step up to. It comes with the alpha female behavior. And she's playing their game. And you know what? I got to give Lori Harvey's mother, Marjorie, the shout out. Because she's she the real one that she should be taking the advice from. Because didn't she have two brothers? Two brothers and then married Steve Harvey. He <laughs> adopted her kids from somebody else. And you don't even hear about Steve Harvey's kids. You no. only hear about Lori Harvey. She is the ultimate player. Chris Jenner, who? I want Lori Harvey's mom to manage me. You can pit me out anytime. I'm just saying. Do you think that, hold on. So you think this is her mama doing, or you think Lori smartened up and was like, look, I'm about to take a play out of my mother's playbook and, and get moving. Because think about it. Where's the other kids? She got other kids too. And we don't hear about them either. Lori is the one that kind of was like, I'm Steve Harvey's daughter. To the point where now she's starting to morph into his face. Like they look alike oh. for some reason. And that's not even her dad. Is it giving resemblance or am I tripping? <laughs> I mean, maybe when I see him, I see her. So Next I think year. that. I think it's like Tom Brady 
and Coach Belichick. They're both good, but together they're an amazing team, <laughs> right? They all win the Super Bowl. Lori Harvey and her mom, she got she has a very high IQ when it comes to this game, but then she got her mom that she watched. So if I was a man, I'd be afraid, like, you're not going to win this. I've never seen Lori Harvey lose. It seems like she walks away unscathed from all these relationships. And she seems, well, it's one. One is a big one, and that's Future. Oh. Future continues. I want to know what the hell she did to Future. Because let me tell you something. For Future to be like, tell Steve Harvey I don't want to. And he said, like, you said that in one of your songs and then started dating her friend after and shouted her out in the same song. What did, did Lori Harvey try to pull a future on future, you think? I think so. And I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't believe that future feels that way. I feel like that's the first, I think like he's like Marcus in Boomerang really? and, the, and she's Robin Gibbons and she finally put it on him and walked away from him. But she's one of the few that walked away without a baby up in her. Remember that. But so they think, said he dumped her. Do you think, do you believe that though? Do I don't know what to believe. To be honest, I don't know what to believe. I know that he keeps taunting her in records and she doesn't mention him at all. She brought up Diddy and his son. She brought up the Tiana Taylor rumors, but she never... Oh, I don't think people were supposed to know she was referring to Tiana Taylor when she said, I've never been in a lesbian relationship. Hold on. Um, anyway... Like you said, many people praise men like Pete Davidson and Diddy for bagging gorgeous women without fully committing to them. And Lori Harvey seems to be doing the same when it comes to men, but she's leveling up, which is dope about her. The only, she did Trace on, she did Future, and then she realized, oh, that's not the draw. It's the big Hollywood actors that I need to be attaching myself to. The Michael B. Jordans. The, oh, remember they said she was dating the other guy from Creed. Oh, yeah. what's his name from Lovecraft Country? And I really like him. He's uh -huh. fire. Jonathan Majors. Yeah, so she's just going around finding the top prize. And then, uh, so we did learn that Marjorie's first husband, that's Lori Harvey's mother, he was a drug kingpin from Memphis, right? He got sentenced to 30 years and was recently pardoned, which is, this is something I had no idea. But she ended up dating the guy's brother, and then dated Steve Harvey, and nobody was mad. She's like, <laughs> she, she is a G. Listen, Marjorie Harvey is the MVP of of game. She, she turned she, Steve Harvey into a fake snack too. Don't let's not forget that he looked crazy with that Mister High Tower fake toupee thing. She told him, "Get rid of that. Yep, put on some slacks." Mm -hmm. Some Tom Ford loafers, and she turned him into a drug kingpin. That's what he looks like. <laughs> well, now, now he's like a fashionista. He is. He's, he he's is. a whole fashionista. Like he has, he has, like he got swag. He got fitted suits. His his ankles is out sometimes. They got the poom poom on lock. I don't know what, what Marjorie must got the poom poom moves because for you to take the brother to this to that, then the, then the Steve and have him abandon all his kids and taking yours. Like your kids were 17 years old. They didn't need a new last name. And nobody's mad. <laughs> I wish somebody rich would adopt my 39, wait, 49-year-old self. Steve Hart, like, that is so, my own dad don't rock with me. Like, I'll take, listen. I'll be quiet if Puff adopts me. Too. Like I'll just take like a Diddy uh, dad. At I'm this cool point, with that. at this point, I'll I'll take a future. I'll take a John Legend. <laughs> I'll take anybody. Somebody, somebody <laughs> adopt us too, and I'm gonna change my last name to Hendricks or whatever. <laughs> I got. It. I just can't believe she got this man to tame these grown ass kids. You know, when they was young, they would have been like, "You're not my daddy." Now they like hey, Steve Harvey is my daddy. <laughs> but wouldn't, but wouldn't you though? Like, say your real daddy was a drug kingpin and he's in prison. Like, what can he really do for you, right? And then your mom gets with like one of the most successful comedians out there who got who hosts every single show. What do you mean? What can he do for you? He home now. So now you calling another man daddy, and I've been your daddy all these years. Come on now. The other daddy ain't financing them trips to to, to Fifth Avenue though. I'm just saying. She, I wanna, I wanna know how much she spends on a, a weekly basis, Marjorie, on clothing for her and Steve, because I know she be picking his clothes out too. But I will say, Lori Harvey, that's her future. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> and I definitely don't think Damson is strong enough to handle Lori Harvey. He looks very frail, like she's gonna run all over him. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see who's next. I'm sorry, Damson. We love you in Snowfall, but seeing you look like this little sap, like I'm, I'm here for it. But like he looks weak. I'm sorry. I, d d what do you think he looks? I don't like? think he's, I don't think they're gonna make it long term. I hope they do because I believe I'm a hopeless romantic. But Lori Harvey is like, 
she's gonna suck the soul out of him. Be literally. Afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> and Lori Harvey and teacher class. Teacher class. She should. They want to Sierra's prayer. We need Lori's playbook, Marjorie's playbook. Okay. But how come people are not mad at Marjorie like they are at Chris Jenner? I think because she dresses better. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay. Now, speaking of dressing, trends, okay, is something that's going on in fitness lately. Now, we all need a little something to take our mind off of working out because it's not always the best thing. And Well, it's the best thing to do, but it's not the easiest thing. It's not what we always want to do, right? Mm -hmm. So they have these classes, and some people are saying that they're going way too far, Claudia. It's New Year's. People are trying to get their summer bodies ready. And if you starting just now, it might not be ready. I'm not going to lie. Like, you get, I hate when they say summer bodies are made in the winter. You should have started last summer because <laughs> they're actually made in the Dominican Republic. But anyway, <laughs> in New York, they have a fitness class. I'm signing up. I don't know about everybody else. Some people are mad. I'm actually, I think this is lit. So they're getting backlash. For looking more like a lounge in this gym mm -hmm. than a gym, right? Like, so it looks like a club, kind of. So it features punching bags, weights, as well as a fully stocked bar. Now, in this bar, you get free shots. There's a DJ. So basically, it is a club. It's a club. Check it out. This is the most fun workout class in New York by far. Box Club had an event at Grip Boxing, which is a full body strength treadmill and boxing class in a nightclub setting. The best part is that at the end of the class, there's a party at the front of the studio with an open bar. So everybody's super sweaty, but they're all taking shots and flirting. Even the bartender took off his shirt. He's high key, super high. He was feeding people champagne. So if you're single and you're looking for someone who's into fitness, but who also gets down on the weekends, I found your people. Sign me up. Listen, <laughs> anything that helps get me to the gym, I think is a positive. And half the people that go to the gym, and I've been guilty of that. I'll go to the gym, I'll take a few pictures and I'll put on Instagram and I'll, I'm cap. I'm totally cap. <laughs> this will make me feel like, listen, I done drank a half a bottle of champagne. I got to get on the treadmill now because I just done consumed a thousand calories. So I think any gimmick that gets us in the gym, why not? And I think it's a safe environment than going to the club. That, but that's it? why it's counterproductive. Like, you're not going to sit there and drink all that champagne and then get on the treadmill. I will say I had this argument with my with my dude. He's like, you work out all the time. I have a trainer. You know, shout out my trainer, G. Shout out the Loft in Atlanta. I love them. And to me, it's like a club, but they don't have a bar, got a juice bar. And what I mean by that is you always going to run into somebody. There's always... Yeah, it's either a artist or an actor or influencer. We always having a good time. The music always lit. They got these classes that everybody gets involved. So to me, that's the version of the club. The shots that we're taking, ginger shots. The shots that we're taking, sea moss. Now, don't get me wrong. Y'all know I love a little good mezcal and some tequila. I'll take, you know, I'll take a little drink. But uh -huh. I can't imagine working out and drinking. Like, it seems fun and I get it. But, like, that's just enabling me to do more bad things. Because after I, I don't know about you, but after I drink, I'll be wanting to eat. True. I, I, I hear you. Um, I feel like, so you drink anyways, right, L'Oreal? I mean, listen, don't I'm no you, stranger. Don't you, to... don't you tell my business on this. No, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> I am no, we are, the audience is no stranger to your shenanigans and your goings on. <laughs> so I feel like if you're going to do it on a Saturday or a Sunday or whatever, or a Friday night, you might as well do it at the gym. I think eventually you'll do less of it because you'll see how hard it is to work out when you're drunk. Trust me, I've tried it. And I think eventually that part will wear off and you'll just come to go there because of the social aspect of it and not really because of the drinking. I think to get people in the, in the gym, you make it all fun like that. But I think long term, if you're serious about working out, you're not going to drink that much. Or maybe you feel not. guilty into working out more. But I would try. We should go, L'Oreal, and try it and see what kind of weight training we'll do on, on that Mezcal's up to drink. Mezcal. Yeah, mezcal. Yeah, I love oh, the mezcal. mezcal. And I think maybe it'll make you sweat a little more because you know that alcohol is going to make you hot. I mean, I guess the party's after, so I don't mind celebrating my accomplishments in the gym. But I will say one time, shout out to Kevin Hart. We had an event with him at Rumble. I believe that's the name of the place. And it's a boxing gym, right? Mm -hmm. So he did these night boxing classes and they started at 11 p.m. So Claudia, 
at 1 a.m. Um, it's like, you know, they had the DJ and everything. I'm trying to do this boxing class. I will never do that again in my life. You, <laughs> I thought I was going to die, okay? Like, it's like your brain and your body is not prepared. You're in club mode. You're not in boxing mode. And he was really, these was real boxing classes. When I was done, I didn't want to drink. I didn't want anything but to go home and cry because <laughs> I was in so much pain. It's hard to work out at those those weird times. I don't know about you. Do you have a certain time? Um, no, I, I might go late too because I have a little uh, insomnia problem. Like I, I might want to get about a weird hour into it. But I, I think it. But it made you. It kind of was affected though, right? You worked out harder than you probably ever worked out, and then you wanted to go lay down and re- and sleep after. Well, like- I had to because they had cameras in there, and it was like an <laughs> event, and I had to work out like I was. Uh, what you call it, oh, Ali? Like I was like, what's her name? Layla. <laughs> I was I was Layla Ali because you see the camera, you like, but I gotta do what I gotta do, so I'm not looking weak. But I'll tell you what thing, I would have never did if they paid me a billion dollars, I probably wouldn't have did that again. This damn cat Shelly. <laughs> this is six. It's my cat six. Oh. He's a he's camera, he's a thirst bucket. Okay. Well, I think that brings me just to my original point. We can either just go to the Dominican Republic or keep taking the shot so we can lose weight so we can avoid all of this. I like that? that. You can get a little bit of help and then you get your body in shape. Because I do think the gym is super important. And I've never looked more better than when I was consistently in the gym. Like, no work is going to do what the gym does for you, period. Unless it's a breast reduction like me, I needed that. That work needed to be done. So have you ever tried any kind of trends, though, in fitness? Like, I know you've done pole dancing before, right? No, I am the worst stripper in the world. (laughs) I I am the least sexy. I'm clumsy as hell. I have no upper body strength. I have, I can, I can, I, I wish I could. Have you done it? I no, <laughs> I can't. I can't do nothing. I can't even twerk. I've been trying. I can kind of twerk, but like not in front of people. Like only by myself. I can twerk in intimate situations. <laughs> Me too. When I but ask. not 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 on something. You know what I mean? Like I can't just twerk in the air. No, but can I, I do want to. The pole dancing classes, though. I do kind of want to do it. And the reason why, like, um, shout out my homegirl, Gigi. You know Gigi McGuire. (laughs) She danced at Magic City for many years. And then she started teaching a pole dancing class. But when she was, like, consistent with it, her body was sick. Like, sick. And it's, like, all the upper body strength that they have. You see those muscles come out. Even if you look at the girls on P-Valley that have trained and you can mm-hmm. see that their body kind of transforms. So it's a good workout. But like, it just reminds me of like, you know, like the speaking of trends like that massage that the guy be all over you almost looking like. He's oh, a- yes. I, <laughs> Why did that, you do that to that? Would you do that? Kind of. No! <laughs> L'Oreal, I am 49 years old, not married with any kids. Okay, I will let, if you want to massage my gluteus maximus and make, it's it's for medical reasons. It's to <laughs> loosen the muscles. It's to relax me. It's nothing sex. Do you think it's sexual? Yes, those people look like they are having sex with the oh, client. Oh, come on. It's just his profession, L'Oreal. You're being- no, it's not. It's too far. I'm not going to lie. Just like, that's what I think the pole dancer classes is a little too far too it's like i mean i get like i said for the fitness it works why do you think people even try this unconventional type of fitness is it because it like it gets boring just being on the treadmill it's just like relationships if you do the same thing all the time it gets boring ask shout out to Lori harvey so you just switch up and just go to something (laughs) different and and you're like listen i gotta excite myself i gotta make it different so you make it different so you can stick with it i'm not mad at it so let's get back to this massage loyal so you would do it You wouldn't let someone rub on that booty? No. And let me tell you, I do know girls that have done it. And, like, they have to post the promo because that's the whole point of getting the free massage. And I'm so uncomfortable anytime I ever see. <laughs> like, I'm glad it's died down quite a bit because of probably sexual assault and harassment and <laughs> all misconduct. Like, and then if you think about was the Deshaun Watson and oh, his yeah. massages is like, I'm pretty sure he would have wished that there was one for like men and women. <laughs> but- oh, there are. One of my friends used to get a massage and she said the guy wasn't even that hot, but it was so sensual the way he massaged her that she ended up, she ended up giving no. him a tip. No. Yes. She ended up having a whole thing with him. And like, she was like, it's totally out of my character. She goes, I got caught up in the moment. And he was like, can I, can I, can I? And they ended up having like a little thing. 
But so only he, on the massage that's why tables. He does that to everyone. And that's why trainers, any kind of those guys, you got therapists, you got to be careful because those train, and that's what they say about like, my trainer is not a pervert. So I love, well, he is, but not towards me. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> No, sure. not towards me. He tells me these <laughs> shenanigans stories. And to me, that's like good enough unconventional because I get to hear these shenanigans that he goes through. And low key, it goes like the, the workout is better because it's like these stories he's telling me is just fascinating. You know, a therapist and a trainer is kind of the same thing. I would never date a, a male trainer. I would never date a trainer because I, I, I agree with you. It's especially, come on, he's around women all day training them. Looking, I do think they they a little perverted somewhere down deep down. They are. It's sometimes <laughs> fun, but I wouldn't want to make him my main. Wait, so have you dated one? No, I've met some fine guys that were trainers, but as soon as they said they were trainers, I was like, nah. Train to me, trainers and like aspiring actors are the same thing. Or guys that are always saying, I just got out of the studio. I was just cooking in the stew. Can't do it. <laughs> I can't. I'm you not know who it. used to be a trainer? Tyler Play. Really? Yes. He used to be a trainer. So you never know. You could have been Miracle Watts and you just let your future go. Well, I used to see him around Atlanta when I used to live there. Okay. I don't want to hear no more. Uh, Let's talk about... (laughs) I didn't do it. Let's talk about uh, something that just recently happened. Some people, Claudia, are saying Meow Organics may have sold out. Now, this is a rosemary mint hair oil, and it's from a Black-owned beauty brand, Meow Organics. It went viral, right, on TikTok, and a white woman started taking notice of the product. And, you know, once they get into a child, it just gets Mm -hmm. flipped all over. So not too long after, the brand started getting mainstream recognition for this, right? Now, Meow Organics announced that they were going to be acquired by Procter & Gamble. Now, we've seen this happen before, right? Some people said uh, when Shea Moisture was brought out by a mainstream company, and I believe it was Procter & Gamble as well, that they changed their formula. And it wasn't quite the same, and it didn't do the same for our hair. Now, Meow released a statement and they said, we're excited to continue to lead Meow as an independent subsidiary of P&G Beauty. And this is a move that the founder, Monique Rodriguez, believes will allow the brand to level up while remaining true to its values. Now, some Black women feel like there is a history of Black-owned brands getting acquired and changing their formulas to cater more hair types, not just ours, right? Also arguing that there are whole aisles dedicated to other hair types. You know, we got the the ones that don't really clean our hair too well, but it doesn't work. It works for theirs, but not for ours, but they want ours to work for theirs. Others argue that people should use whatever hair products works for their hair, and that is good that Meow Organics is having so much success. So now I have to ask you, is it okay for women of other races to buy products meant for black hair Especially if they're going to get the complaining and writing the company like, no, well, this is too. And this is not saying that they are, but sometimes that comes along with it. I'm not mad at the founders of Miel wanting to level up and get their bag. They put their hard work in. But I wish it came with a condition like I'm selling this to you, but keep me on as a consultant so we don't bastardize or we don't ruin or water down the product that made the, that was made for black women because it does make it where there's no longer a place for us to get our stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like keeping someone on as a consultant with the company where they don't just sell it out outright, where they still have a say. And you're right. When, when the others mainstream get a hold of it, they want to make it cater to them now. And then where does it leave black women? So yes, I understand you get in the bag, go get the bag. I'm all for it. But we have to have some kind of say in maintaining the integrity of the product that was meant for us. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like potato salad. And then they're going to go ahead and put raisins in it and grapes <laughs> and all kind of stuff. And now it's not even the same thing anymore. And then we don't have potato salad anymore. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I do have a problem with that. But then when you start mass producing, sometimes those ingredients are just not available in such big quantities. And sometimes they do have to go to using different products. And that's what makes it bad at different ingredients. That's what makes it bad because it's like they're just trying to keep up with the the demand sometimes. It's not always 
because people are complaining, but it sucks because that's the difference between, think about it. If you go to somebody's home, right? And they make the best sweet potato pie. You're going to get the best sweet potato pie that comes out of their oven. Now they start selling it in the store and they putting it in boxes. It's everybody's going to get to try the sweet potato pie, but now it's not coming straight out the oven. But how are you going to supply it to all these people? Everybody can't come to your house and eat out your oven. So in a way, I get it. But it's like if we want to be mentioned in these mainstream conversations, some things got to change. And maybe that leaves room for you to have several different brands. Maybe you have to have a smaller brand that's a little bit more expensive. And it, it's terrible because our products are already very expensive. I know when I walk down the aisle for, uh, what is it, Head & Shoulders, it's $5.99. When I go to get my stuff, it's starting at $14.99 and up just for a good, decent shampoo. But at the end of the day, we want to be in these conversations, right? So if it takes taking the ingredient out, I'm not going to lie. We just going to have to rock with it. I think the we, we got to almost blame the consumers partially because of this. I think when it comes to Black-owned and operated companies, we have to support them in such high numbers that these companies don't have to feel like they have to sell out to right. bigger companies. You know what I mean? Like, we claim all this, like, Black, buy Black, buy Black, but do we really? You know, and if if no. we all put, we have, I think black people have one or $2 trillion of buying power. The I'm most buying power, FYI, of any other race, we are the consumers. We, black women especially, are the number one consumers, I believe, on the planet. So we are not doing our job in supporting black-owned products solely. So that's why these companies have to sell out and they have to be acquired by Procter & Gamble. If we put our dollars where and, and really support these companies, they won't have to switch up and they'll keep the same ingredients. And I think that kind of falls on us. I think we have to do better to support these companies. And then we complain when they get sought, bought by someone else and they're not the same. Well, let's not forget the main point of this is how did it go viral from a white woman? A white woman used the peppermint oil and that the the mint oil and that's what made it go viral which is crazy because it could have been Beyonce it could have been Riri you get what I'm saying but like you said it's sometimes like we don't support and I noticed that too like when my boy he like has a brand or whatever and it's like everybody's always asking me like oh yo could you get me this free and that free and this free, or it'll be somebody that I know that that does any kind of business. When it comes to black people, though, it's like, oh, well, can they send me a case or can they? And it's like, yo, didn't you just go and support Louis Vuitton, uh, Hennessy, all these other people? Go buy a case, go buy a shirt, go buy a hat. But it's, it's like when it comes to black people, you always want to be hooked up, but then mm -hmm. you'll spend whatever when it comes to to the other brands. And that's one thing that I don't respect. Like, I try to even when it comes to my friends, I'm like, don't give me nothing. Like, I'll pay for it. You know, I like. You're so right. And I think this is a, a mentality that has been kind of put instilled in us since the days of right after slavery. We keep thinking that the whiter brands are more valuable and they warrant us. We don't ask for hookups. We wouldn't dare disrespect the brand and ask for a hookup. We know we have to pay the price. And with each other, we think, nah, it's not as good. Or And also, as Black companies, we also have to be the best in customer service. We got to leave no excuses yeah. for anyone to say, well, nah, Jamaican restaurants always run out of this, always out of that. Are they late on their deliveries? We have to be top notch. And, and, and also, if you have a friend that has a business, you support them. You buy their stuff and you don't ask for hookups because That's it right. took money. You, you can't do it. Don't ask me and Lori out to host something for free. Oh, I okay. hate that. Because we cool. If we cool, put some money in my pocket. And that's the crazy thing. Like, you'll try to sell your product through me, but then not want to pay me. And it's like, well, we're selling your product. Let's try to. And you could do both. I could support yours as well. But then it's like, you have to. We got to stop thinking just because we all black that we going to do favors. Like, we got to stop thinking because it's a Black-owned company, you should get a discount or it should be free or it should be a price that you think. Because I've seen that, too. Like, oh, my God, this is $100? And it's like, girl, you just pay $100 for drinks in the club. Right. This is a, a shirt that's going to last you. So, you know, well, do you think that Black businesses getting acquired is a form of selling out, though? Because you say that we don't really support. But say... Say we did, and then they still went to Procter & Gamble. Would that be selling out, or is that the smart business move? It is smart in business, but I get 
how it feels I, emotionally. Like mm -hmm. financially, the goal is to get your company to a, a point where it's very valuable and you can, you know, you get financial freedom. You can pass some wealth down to your family. Right. I mean, ideally, they would be able to hold on to these businesses and keep it in the community. But I, I get it is. I mean, other companies do it all the time. They I do feel it like all we the don't time. own nothing, though. It's just you aggravating know? when you think about like title. Right. And we all jump behind title and then Jay-Z sells it. And it's like, great. Now there's no black owned platform. Mm -hmm. Now I got I'm going to just go back to Apple. Then you got versus. And it's like, OK, we all getting behind versus. Let's all put our energy in the versus. And then they sell it to a company that lets it go down the drain like Thriller, Trilla, whatever it's called. I hate that company now because versus <laughs> was great. You know what I mean? And it's like once it got whitewashed, not only that, it got whitewashed. You ruined it. We haven't seen a good versus yet. And then y'all didn't even pay Swiss Beats and Timbaland the money. So now they look mm. even crazier to me. It's like, I don't understand why we can't make something and keep it in the black community. Like, why the hell do we always have to sell everything? That's how, like, Mark Zuckerberg has not sold his platforms. And he's the biggest, you know, uh, Jeff Bezos. Like, he could have sold Amazon and thought, oh, well, I'm going to get more money if I sell it. But he kept mm -hmm. it and he thugged it out. And obviously, he's making more money than ever. Why uh, don't we do that? We own that. Kanye West once said that the only thing we own is braids. Oh, wow. <laughs> Black people. That's Damn, just that crazy. I mean, but we're, let's think about it. Where's the lie? Like, I, we own more than that, yes. But we sell it. You're right. And it, it's sad. But I, again, I think I think our mentality, we're still about another 50 years away from getting to where we need to be. I think as a group, our mentality is just not where it needs to be. And maybe we don't have the confidence in ourselves. So we're like, you know what? Let me just sell it now before it goes down in value. Let me get my pay. I think it's like maybe a little bit of a selfishness. Like yeah. I'm going to get mine. You know what I mean? I'm going to get mine. And I think we have a ways to go as a community. We don't really truly work together like we should. I don't think so. I definitely agree with you on that one. And we need to figure out what we're going to leave our staple down as now. Claudia, we have a segment that we do where it goes down in my DMs because, like, I get a lot of weirdos that slip in there. And, like, sometimes it's really funny. Sometimes it's not funny at all. <laughs> it's a little scary, <laughs> right? <laughs> but we're going to dive in there and see what we got this week. Um, now, right. somebody... He done poured his heart out, child. He said, I've been in a relationship for two years, but I promise you, I will walk away and leave her period for you. I swear you have everything I need. You say everything perfect. And I just love you. Would you consider going out with me? Why would you walk away from a two-year relationship for somebody you don't even know? What if you hate me? What did this girl do that you're just willing to walk away from her? And he ain't that cute either. They usually are not. You know, I was talking to my friend. Uh, if a man don't have nothing else, he going to have some audacity. You know what I mean? <laughs> the ugliest men. Oh, wait. Is, can I not say ugly anymore? The more, most facially challenged, is, aesthetically challenged is men. A, be, is that a canceled word? I just feel like everything's a canceled word. So out of an abundance of caution, I'm just going to say facially challenged or aesthetically challenged. Community. Okay, I'll take they, it. They be like, girl, you got any friends and she got to be a dime. She got to be able to cook her body. And I go, for you? Like the audacity. And imagine the hurt. If you with this ugly old dude, you trying to power through his face and like, you know what? He a good dude. And he and someone's DM that he don't even know, ready to trade you in for a fantasy. Look at that. And like, how do you feel if you're the girlfriend and you just so happen to pick up his phone and see that? Like, would you really leave somebody behind something like that? One thousand percent because I'm my petty no so bounds. Absolutely. <laughs> and I would probably try to get with his fine friend to pay him back. if he <laughs> But what if she looks at it like this is somebody that she's never going to read this message like he's a joke like that. That was a joke for you even doing that. You, but you would still have to leave, right? Because it's embarrassing. You just say you will walk away from their relationship. Any man that gives another woman a leg up on me doesn't respect me. And you got to go. Because if you're doing that for this girl, this one girl on Instagram, what's the next thing that's gonna, you're going to be willing to trade me in for? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, fellas, y'all are not perfect. Trust us. We could be with you for 10 years and our friends know the 20 things we don't like about you. We stick with you through your pot belly, your receding hairline that done left you four or five years ago, mm. your struggling sexual drive, mm. your three black toenails. Whoa. You'd be like, but well, he a good dude. 
That don't mean we don't see your shortcomings. But the fact that when we fall off a little bit, get a little back fat, uh-huh. maybe fall, get a little gray hair in our eyebrows. Y'all want to trade us in? <laughs> Trust me, we see things about y'all we don't like either, but we power through because of love and we made a commitment to your dusty ass. Okay? So That's just don't crazy. get, get it just, twisted, y'all. I agree with you. Like, um, It'll be things that you may see while you're in your relationship with the person that you totally ignore, that you know is like uncalled for, like you would never put up with it. Like some of the things you mentioned and some things worse. Like when it comes to guys, like I feel like they get away with a lot when we really like got love for them or love them. And like when it comes to women, look, you ready to drop her for somebody you never even met before. And and may I add somebody that you don't stand a chance with. And (laughs) (laughs) like I do these DMs and I'm pretty harsh when it comes to. So if you listen to this show and you know you didn't have a fighting chance and you still was willing to give up your boo, boo to you. okay? let me tell you about this one guy who I thought I was going to curse out because I posted up a picture and he tried to come for me a little bit, but then he tried to flip it and be my friend. So mm. mind you, he's talking to himself in this whole entire thing. But sometimes I'll be reading it and I just be interested to see if they think I see it or whatever. So I posted a picture and actually I was sitting right next to my dude. He going to talk about some why you always alone ain't got no man. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Meanwhile. Ain't got no man. Mind you, you sliding in my DMs talking about some. You could have spent your birthday with me. We could have had French toast (laughs) and turkey sausage for breakfast. One, I don't eat breakfast, sir. Two, I don't eat meat. And three, I hate French toast. And I put two fingers up and I meant three. (laughs) (laughs) And then last, lastly, this is all his messages to me. He said, well, at least I hope you still had a great birthday, hopefully. Because he knew that the French toast and the turkey uh, sausage was just going to trump my Miami lavish weekend. Okay, with my boo. (laughs) <laughs> you better you better get into it. You, he giving you Denny's Grand Slam glam over there. He's trying to get you with the three ninety nine breakfast. That's how much a Grand Slam costs. Because I used to get it, French toast and the turkey bacon. I could have had it all. I could have had it all, Claudia. And it's that's what's wrong with you. I don't know. That's why. That's why I ain't got no man now. <laughs> Girl, your stand your standards are too damn high. That's why you're lonely. That's why you was not in Miami on a yacht. Oh, my God. Okay, and then the last one, I know you get these, right? And usually I just delete them, block them, or ignore them. But you get the ones that says, we could take your Instagram to the next level, and we'll get you (laughs) this many, right? So I get that, and I just I look past it like it ain't nothing. Why they try to get snappy with me and come back in the DM talking about some word? You're ignoring my messages when I have plans and strategy to level up your Instagram? When did they get gangsta in these fake follower ads because i will and, slap this woman <laughs> <laughs> so there's this lady that came at me with the first few messages super cool like hey we can take your page to the next level and you have a decent amount of follows and we could get the followers up and the engagement i was like oh no thank you i said how much is it no thank you i want to spend money on instagram like that and then she came back with a little bit more you know Ugh. And then she started shaming me and screen capturing my engagement. Look how pathetic you're at 0.05% on this. And I'm like, she's shaming me and, and trying to like sweat me into shaming to, to go with her. Who are they, these they, people? Man, they on some, they the Suge Knight of the internet. They over here trying to strong arm me and hold me over a balcony. It is. I'm like Big Red and they office hours are from nine to five. (laughs) I just, I'm confused. Do they make money off of this? Who falls for it? Because I looked at it like this seems like something that this is how people get their page hacked. And then they start reaching out like want to make money, want to turn $3 into 300,000. And you're like, that's the only way. I think that y'all need to watch your mouth. I will find you. (laughs) Don't you watch how you talk to me. Okay. No, but if you want to slide in my DMs, all you got to do is find me on Instagram at Star and L'Oreal, S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G-L-O-R-E-L. I got like a bunch of happy birthday shout outs because, you know, it's just my birthday on uh, this past Friday. So I have a ton of those. So once those stop, I'll have some better DMs. But people are still telling, how long can people tell you happy New Year's and happy birthday? Like after you're, I'm tired. Well, black people... OD on birthdays. Okay. Yeah. So it's not a birthday. It's not a birthday week. It's a birthday month. 
And it's so annoying. I remember when I was like at the height of my hosting career, like like with clubs, and I was like that girl. Uh-huh. I was embarrassed at how many birthday parties I hosted, but I was so greedy <laughs> for the money, I couldn't say no. So it was like on my birthday's April twelfth. It was damn near May, and I was still like with the boss. <laughs> I, I mean, the, I get the bag right if it's there. Why not snatch it up? That that part, right? I, I, I'm a little bit jealous, Loriel. It seems like you have better DMs. I feel like I've been in the game for a long time, and my DMs are very disrespectful. Oh Every my, one of my well, DMs yeah, has mental issues. One just one, please give us um, just one. I have the mentally unstable community unlocked. That is my demographic. <laughs> I have the men that still live at home, and they have a few screws loose. I will say that, and they have a very high sense of self. I got to hear one. I want you to pull a DM up. Let me try to find one. Let's go. Find one. This is hilarious to me because I feel like I always get put on the spot. And people say rude stuff or they send the pictures that, you know, unsolicited that I didn't ask for. But that's, you know, Uh. this is a little uh, PG-13 here at the Unjust and Room podcast. We don't want to offend anyone's ears. But Oh, sorry. Then I can't read any of mine. <laughs> we'll have to do when we do the undressing room after dark version, then I can read mine because they're okay, like that. okay. So we'll save <laughs> we'll save that for then. And then also uh we always have a final question to address, and we need to know where y'all lie with this. Do you want to undress your question? Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Unjust Room Podcast and DM us for a chance to be featured because uh, you know. We always like to give y'all the good advice, the real advice. We're always going to be honest and upfront on the Unjust and Run podcast. So hit us up at Unjust and Run podcast, and we will definitely feature you in the next episode. But Claudia, you have been viral every week for the past (laughs) hundred weeks, probably plus, right? You've had a lot of feuds. Your recent one was Joe Button. I wanted you to annihilate him, and I tried to convince you to but you you took the high road i told you to go low <laughs> i told you well, to go low i mean it's joe buttons you know what i mean like it's joe buttons like i don't it doesn't it, nothing he says can really bother me like you told me to shut up okay you can call me old you can call wait, you know when someone you admire comes for you it hurts it hits different yeah you know what i mean or if someone that you really cared about. But I, I've never gave two thoughts to Joe Buttons. I don't love him. I don't hate him. I just don't care. So <laughs> I feel like it would kind of been easy. So many people sent me stuff on him. He knows what his life is in real life. You can act big and hard. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm in a great place. I'm in a fantastic relationship. Things are good. Life is popping. I got a Porsche and a Bentley and my own money. Oh. I don't rely on anybody. And I'm self-made. There's no one in the business to say I screw them over. There's no one that can say she left me and took the bag and ran off with the money. Right. There's no one that can say I did bad business with them. Mm-hmm. There's no one that can say I haven't been there as a good friend. I feel good right. about myself when I lay down at night and when I wake up. So you can call me whatever names you want. I know me. And my resume is 20 times longer than yours. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you was on Love and Hip Hop for one season. I host the reunions. My bag for that's one day true. was your entire season. And that's not a dig to you. It's just a fact. You had one song. Guess what? Me and my friends hopped in the studio and did a song. We're at the same <laughs> level musically. <laughs> okay? Not to say it wasn't a bop. It was a bop, sir. It, it was fun. It was a fun song. And I and I got to give props to props to due. You've struck gold with your podcast. And I congratulated you on that. But you struck gold with your show as well. And shows. that's why I should, yeah, it should be shows. shows. And and it should be a mutual respect. But I just, I hate when guys, when we go head to head with guys, I just hate that it's always BH or old. Or, you, you know, those are, those are just um, low level digs. Use your brain. You know what well, I that, mean? That- That's why I didn't really hurt my feelings. Do you know how long I've been called those names? I was called an H since I was a virgin in high school. So when you guys choose to say these names and and, and call these women, call us women these names, you may feel good about it. And your little low vibrational friends may feel, yeah, yeah, you got it. You didn't get me. When you're a beautiful, successful, independent woman, you've been called a B or an H for a very long time. Hit me with something different. Hit me with something that's that's real. And it calls someone a, a, an H, right? Mm-hmm. I can say the same thing about you. You know what I mean? I can. Call me a B. I can say the same thing about you, but I chose differently. 
I never called this man out of his name, but he wanted to blast me and Vivica over us commenting and him commenting and hunting. We do the same thing. Yeah, it's crazy. Y'all definitely do the same thing. And he says whatever he wants at any given time. So should be open to the criticism. And it was very quiet when Tahiri came out and said he put his hands on her. It was very quiet when uh, Esther Baxter said he put his hands on her. So bring the same energy, child, whenever any any woman is addressing you that he's brought to y'all. In my so opinion. many women have been in my DMs. More women got in my DMs and said that he's done the same thing. And, you know, that's none of my business. That's his life. But figure out what it is about you that makes you so quick to have all this energy for the women that you want to fuss with. But I don't think you, a lot of times these type of men don't keep the same energy with men. And I think that's a problem. Now, if you want to talk, Joe Buttons, we can talk. But I've never had a thought about you before this. That's that on that. So, Claudia. Let's but thanks please, for watching, Joe Buttons. <laughs> let's let them know where, if they don't already know, where they could find you at, where they could watch you at. My Instagram is at Claudia Jordan. And on Foxhole, on the Foxhole uh, YouTube channel, you can watch us. Um, I have a show Monday, Cocktails with Queens, with Vivica Fox, Lisa Ray, and Selena Johnson. And I have a show that I executive produced and created, which is TGIF. That is Wednesday and Friday. 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East. I have the top two shows on the network. And since I've been with the network, uh, the network has grown over 6,000%. I'm very proud. And we just celebrated three years in the streaming space. And a lot of people have not lasted that long. So I'm very proud. And uh, it's all black talent on the network. So, yeah. And you're amazing. I love the, I love all your shows. I love you. And yeah, uh, we want to make sure we have you come back to visit us on the Unjust and Run podcast. I'm so excited. It was us this week. Thank, Thank you, you for so having much. me, Laurel. No, of course. And I want to let My the girl. people know you're listening to the Unjust and Run podcast presented by Macy's. Log on to the unjustandrunpod.com for episodes and links to our personal Macy's shopping page and we're going to get out of here. Thank you so much again, Claudia Jordan. We love you and we can't wait to see what amazing things you have going on in the future. Don't hurt nobody though, girl. (laughs) Only feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Follow at the Undressing Room Podcast on all socials. Executive produced by Kobe Cove Tyner. Assistant produced by Alexis Felder. Edited by Dunkus. Senior Director of Podcast Operations, Sierra Reed. Sales and Corporate Partnerships, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino. Lori Hall and Khadijah Campbell. Digital Marketing, Walter Gaynor, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Thank you for listening to the Undressing Room Podcast. See you at the next episode.